Welcome to the Inner Glow podcast. My name is Stepanka and I am a clinical hypnotherapist and your empowerment coach. Each episode is designed to help you feel empowered, confident and to help you create the life of your dreams. I help women to overcome their fears, worries, insecurities and anxiety so that they no longer feel like their life is on hold. I believe that it is time for you to step back into your power. I combine hypnotherapy, spiritual mindset principles with the energetics, which I believe is the perfect blend for a modern day woman. Are you ready to shift your life to the next level? If yes, then you are in the right place. Let's get into it. Hello beautiful souls, it's Stefanka here. Welcome to another podcast episode. So today is actually the day one out of the five-day challenge called Become Your Own Muse. And this is such an epic challenge, something I have not done before. It will be totally different from what I have been doing up until now. And I felt really inspired to create something for about five days for those of us who need to feel more inspired, motivated, who want to shift their energy and learn something new. So for the next five days, I will be um, going live in my Facebook community called New Earth Women. If you are listening to this on the podcast, then um, you will be also receiving the audios here for the next five days. And every single day will be different. It will be filled with training, tools and beautiful heart opening practices. In The next five days, ladies, you will learn to use music and song lyrics to positively program your mind and manifest with music. You will be opening your heart um, through music and different song lyrics and through different practices I'll be sharing. And you will be also learning to align your frequency with your desires and your goals through um, different songs and through different musical tools. We will be also focusing on how you can process your emotions, release them, move the energy through your body. So it will be a fun challenge and I'm not going to be sharing the specific of every single day because I want you to be surprised in a way. This is a challenge like no other and I've actually never seen anything like this done on the internet. Maybe someone has done something similar, who knows, but honestly, um, I really feel this is a bit of a unique challenge and also it's up to you. It's up to you what you make out of it. It's up to you whether you will show up every single day, whether you will follow through and listen to or watch all the five trainings as well as to actually do the homework. Do know, though, that it is doable. I have not created some crazy long journaling ebooks that you will have to complete every single day. You will have doable homework, which won't take you as long, actually, as you might think. So just a good motivation. I would love for you to imagine that this five-day challenge is actually a paid program and I would love for you to show up as if you had paid for this. 
The thing is, when we are committed, we will make more out of it. And the value I will be sharing here could easily be put in a paid program. So you can either come here with the attitude, oh, I'll give it a go. Or you can really commit to this challenge and tune in every single day and have a mindset that you are here to learn. Um, you are here to see things differently and to open your heart to receiving more love and more abundance. So ladies, Today is going to be an in-depth training, which will give you foundation for the rest of the week. We will be referring back to this first training a few times throughout this challenge. So I feel that it's really important for you to listen to the whole training. Also remember that every single day the challenge will get better and better. There are challenges or programs out there uh, where you receive like the biggest value on the first day and then you're like, oh, I actually did not need to listen or hear the rest. But this is not the case. I know that, for example, day four will be really powerful and will be rooted in something I will be sharing today but we will take it in like more depth to really see today as a foundational training and you will be working with it further so today in specific we will be looking at how music and song lyrics are constantly impacting your mind and how you can use it to feel amazing shift your mood and raise your vibration. You will also learn what you don't really want to do with music, how music could be negatively impacting you as well. So you will learn about that too. And I see a lot of the same things in the personal development industry, but I don't see enough people talking about the power of music while at the same time, like we are all aware of it. I know that you know that music can impact your mood. You know it can totally shift your energy. And I really think that now is the time we started using this more intentionally, more mindfully, and really utilize this beautiful, fun tool. Because let me share this. Like personal development, personal growth, self-help work, self-improvement, like it does not have to be boring. It can be fun. It can be something which lights up your soul. And I really believe this is how it should be because then it creates the biggest impact on you. So ladies, let's get into it. So we all know that music is something powerful, right? Some call it the universal language, while others call it the window to the soul. Music is found in every human culture. And one theory is that it was, it was like a pre kind of a language before we had our traditional spoken languages. So it was like a way people would communicate. While our kind of language is information rich, like we use information rich statements, we share information, we share value. And music is vague compared to spoken words. But again, it provides a different kind of a meaning, doesn't it? Like, 
it comes with emotions. It evokes emotions within us. And share with me either in my Facebook community or on Instagram if you remember those days when we would give like mixtapes, gazettes to each other or maybe you gave it to someone who you had a crush on because words could not express your feelings so you would share your feelings through the power of music. Or later, like we would give each other mixed CDs. Maybe you gave it to each other at school. Maybe you had friends who would give you um, CDs or cassettes or you would create your own mixes. Maybe a mix for like kind of a dance party or maybe um, a mixtape for when you were sad or upset. And to be honest, not much has changed. Nowadays, like sharing music is easier, a lot easier. But still, we have got SoundCloud where people can create their own list, where they can share their favorite songs. Or we got Spotify where people create different lists for different moods, for example. So we can see the evidence everywhere that music is a powerful tool. It is affecting and impacting our moods and so on. So in a way, and I would love to hear your thoughts on this, but in a way music is a form of expression. It's a way of telling a story. And research has shown that music binds us in a way that language rarely does. Most importantly, music can move us It can stir up our deepest emotions. It can bring things up to the surface that we think we had forgotten years ago. And I wonder whether you can relate to this. Whether you hear a song on the radio and all of a sudden you remember the person who you've got this song associated with. And there are simply certain songs that just give us chills. And on some occasions, this could be even with songs we have never heard before. And for me, this could be, let's say, with like Celtic style music or Irish songs or medieval or classical music. Sometimes it just brings up emotions up to the surface even though like I'm not familiar with that song. So there is something that just gets shifted. However, there is also a powerful, powerful link between music and our memory. So now I'll be more talking about the songs that we have heard before because this is such an incredible relationship because songs from the past can stir powerful emotions and memories. It's an experience almost everybody can relate to. Like we hear a piece of music from a decade ago and we are transported back to a particular moment in time. It's like stepping into a time machine. You can feel everything very strongly as if you were there right now and you might remember anything and everything from who was there with you 
um, what kind of emotions you felt. Um, you might see the place where it was happening. Like it can be different for everyone. But this is what I would call vivid emotional memories anchored through the power of music. So, for example, you might hear a certain song which you listened to during a time of your life when you were extremely happy. Let's say you moved into a new place or you were in a new relationship and um, and it got paired with this strong emotion. So every time you hear this song, it brings up all the memories and you feel it. Sometimes that could be a good thing. Sometimes it could be a bad thing, depending on what kind of experience um is attached to it and also how things have shifted let's say so let's say a memory of a happy relationship in the past could make you feel good if you like like to think about it or it could bring up like bittersweet memories because the time is gone and maybe you regret certain things or you are now single and wish you were back there so even if this event or if this time of your life happened over like 20 years ago you still can remember like it brings up certain things within you um yet in a week time you pro probably won't remember what you had for breakfast today since you have no strong emotional attachment or you have no strong emotion paired to eating a toast or having a porridge so this is this is how powerful emotional memories are and sometimes they can be attached to trauma. Sometimes they can be attached to really happy times of your life. Maybe when you had your first baby, when you were first in love or when you moved to a different area. Like I do have certain songs attached to when I was 16 years old and I went away by myself for the first time for three weeks. I grew up in the Czech Republic and I went for three weeks to Austria, to Vienna to study uh, German language and it was the first kind of freedom I had experienced. Three weeks by myself, living with in independence, cheating accommodation, no parents, no teachers, just me and loads of other people from all around the world and I was 16 but I always loved hanging out with like older people than myself so I was just enjoying myself I was just going to galleries I would listen to classical <laughs> Austrian music I would be like following every art thing going on in Vienna. I would be watching old movies out um, in the outdoor cinema on this gorgeous um, square by an old church and like there was just so much and I and the weather was gorgeous. It was July. It was extremely hot and I just made so many great friends and I would be in every single museum, gallery, I would attend events, I would be learning the language, like I loved all of it and I have such fond memories of that time and I have music attached to it, a music I was listening to on my little iPod when I was there, when I was taking the tram to my language school on the way back and so on and so forth. The same way the next summer when I was 17 I traveled to London for the first time and again I was attending a language course there and I, I do remember certain songs which I just 
was listening there and yeah like I will remember like oh that's when I went to the British Museum and yeah you can definitely tell what kind of a kid I was <laughs> in my teens <laughs> it was like museum galleries and yeah there were also cocktails and stuff but that's also when I realized that in England you can't really go to a club or a bar or pub unless you are over 18 which is totally different than in like Austria than in the Czech Republic where you can just sneak in everywhere or anywhere so yeah there was less drinking <laughs> so I think you get the point and I would love to really explain this interesting phenomenon to you as well um, so what happens what happens in those split seconds when music enters your brain and memories emotions feelings thoughts start coming up for you and I will give you a comparison which will make sense and I feel it will really explain it to you. Music has a lot similarities with like perception illusion as well and I think all of us have seen so-called optical illusions which use visual tricks to trigger certain assumptions within our human perception. You know the kind of pictures that might have like a few different images within it and you like look at it and you see one shape first and then you start examining the picture again and you might see another shape or someone told you like oh well you see a woman i see a horse or there is an elephant in it or the shade of this woman actually creates another picture another picture <laughs> um and so on or the kind of illusions where you have like black and white picture and you have like dots throughout the whole picture and when you look at it you realize that they are actually creating a picture or a shape there could be a man there could be an elephant there could be a tree apple and sometimes it takes you a couple of seconds or minutes looking at it and realizing what is actually there and this is the couple of seconds or minutes this is what i want to talk to you about because it's got a lot to do with music as well so if you have not seen that kind of optical illusion before, if you have not seen this kind of a picture before, your eyes will scan around the dots or the shapes. And on a subconscious level, your mind will be bringing up different templates in your mind to match the patterns in front of you. So let's say the kind of things you've seen before. For example, it might be an elephant. And because your mind has seen an elephant before, you will most likely recognize the animal in it. If there was an item that you have never seen before and you don't know it, then it would be hard for you to see it, right? Let's say some kind of an invention you are not aware of or an animal you've never seen before. Like with the animal, you could still guess like, oh, it's got a shape like an animal. But if it was like an alien animal, you might not be able to recognize what you are looking at. And this is, this is like our expectation. This is like our mind is always searching for similarities so it can give it a certain meaning. And as soon as it finds a match, which Again, like it can take several seconds or minutes, the object pops up 
at you and you know what it is. And in the email I'll be sending out later on this afternoon, I will share some of these examples with you. Some of the typical optical illusions you might find there. And the most interesting part is that once you see it, it's there. <laughs> like you can't unsee it, if you know what I mean. So you can you can come back to the same picture and actually it's so obvious to you. It's like evident what's there and it takes you no time to see the shape in it again and again and again because your mind has already seen it. And with music, it's a bit different, but also similar. When you hear a tune, when you hear a song, your mind will start scanning and searching. And your brain tries to impose structure and order. It's trying to make sense out of it. Again, it's searching for meanings. It's searching for templates. And it will recall whether this music is pleasant or unpleasant if you have heard it in the past. It might, actually, your brain might start predicting how you're going to feel emotionally because certain emotions might be already attached to this song. This is what happens with certain songs that just hit something within you. And your mind is just simply looking for the template and this template might involve memories and emotions. This is the emotional attachment to music. That's the connection between memory and music. And you might hear a few seconds of that song, but you are already getting chills or you are getting those bittersweet feelings of what used to be. And it's totally different to the kind of experience you had five minutes ago before this song came on. And then... There are certain songs that can be playing on the radio and you hardly ever pay attention to them. And similarly, like when you hear a new song, let's say, I don't know, you like... I don't... <laughs> See, I don't really listen to any, any of the like new kind of music. Maybe you like Taylor Swift and she has got a new song out and you never heard it before and you play it on YouTube and and you are listening to it and it usually takes us like a few plays to start liking the song this is the same principle because basically your mind has not heard it before it doesn't have a template for it it doesn't know what to expect that's why sometimes it takes us like a few uh replays to begin liking a certain songs this is definitely my experience like everyone's oh that's such a great song and I listen to it and yeah it's good but it's usually like the second time I listen to it I'm like oh yeah I'm liking it even more again because your mind already knows what to expect and it has got a template for it so you're more likely to like it so when we listen to joyful, happy music, our brains usually produce chemicals such as dopamine, which makes us feel happy. But the same happens when we listen to relaxing music, to soothing music, or to hard, loud, angry music. Uh, that can also cause a number of different emotional feelings. So music may cause you to feel joyful, sad, angry, hyped up, or even relaxed. 
And sometimes you may feel more than one emotion during a song, and that's normal. We now have a lot of research showing us that music not only affects the kind of mood we may be in, but we also seem to have a habit of choosing music based on the mood we are already feeling. And I'm sure you've done this before, because I definitely have on many, many occasions. So if we are feeling happy um, or really sad and upset or angry, we will generally want to listen to that type of music. But this is exactly when we need to be aware of what kind of music we are picking for ourselves, especially if we feel like we are falling into picking certain music that makes us feel worse, so to speak. And um, music has been recently like proved by different, well, no, <laughs> let's start again. Like there are plenty of researchers and uh, studies which show that music has beneficial effects on people who are recovering from depression. According to certain research, it does depend on the type of music though. For example, classical or meditative sounds seem to be uplifting while heavy metal and like techno music can actually make depressive symptoms worse. And I find this so interesting because when I was studying like energy healing modalities, when I was studying Angelic Reiki, like one of my teachers would always talk about music and she would say like we need to be really careful what kind of music we choose for doing energy cleansing in our home or when we do Reiki and so on. And she was also um, like quite, I would say, quite passionate about recommending to us to not listen to certain types of music such as heavy metal because she would she would call it as like lower vibrational songs frequencies than music which is simply not beneficial for us and to be honest back then I did not think much of it uh, but like now we have got science behind it so I really feel it does show that we need to be aware and really mindful of what we listen to so not only music can bring up both pleasant and unpleasant memories and therefore influence our mood, but song lyrics can certainly encourage many deeply held unhelpful beliefs as well. And when we look at it, when we like zoom out and when we look at our beliefs, unhelpful beliefs, there is one of the most common beliefs that many of us unconsciously hold on to, which is that we could be rejected, abandoned and left behind. This belief or this fear, if you like, runs really deep and it can manifest itself in many different shapes or forms. It could be a fear that holds you back when it comes to romantic relationships, perhaps you keep your heart closed, you sabotage love in your life from a deep fear of getting hurt, rejected or abandoned. The same kind of fear can hold you back when it comes to your career, when it comes to different career or growth 
opportunities you might self-sabotage yourself through procrastination or unnecessary mistakes so that you don't get rejected by, let's say, a potentially new employer. Um, it could also look like being inauthentic in your business, in your friendships, in your relationships, being inauthentic when it comes to setting your goals and dreams because perhaps you think you should want this but the truth is you want something else but because you don't want to stand out you want to fit in you might actually settle for something less aligned with you and your soul maybe you might worry about what other people think or what other people say about you and this is all connected to this belief like deep down behind all those little fears and beliefs, it's usually this belief that we don't want to be left behind. We don't want to be rejected because back then, like, you know, when when we go all the way back to the times in the human evolution when getting rejected could have cost you your life. So therefore fitting in, being part of a community, and like being liked, being accepted was key because we like not fitting in could have cost us our life. So we still carry this fear within us and we carry this fear that we are fragile, we are weak if we get rejected. But it's not true. It hurts. It's not pleasant. It's not comfortable. But it's not true. It won't damage you. It won't kill you. Tell me... Like how many thousands or maybe millions of songs talk about having a broken heart. As if our heart could get broken. Because it cannot. It's an organ, it's a muscle. It's not a bone. And like all muscles, it can get hurt. It can get strained. But by working with it, you make it stronger. It's like when you go to the gym for the first time after years of being inactive and your muscles will hurt. It won't be pleasant. Like the next day you might be aching all over the place. You might be feeling muscles you never knew you had. And this is what I teach in depth in my program called Emotional Alchemy. Um, because... We will get through this like your human heart has been designed to be able to get through the ups and downs of what it means to be a human being. Your heart is designed to be strong enough to get through the ups and downs of the human experience here on earth. But there are just thousands of songs giving us the same message, reaffirming that unhelpful belief that if we get rejected like our life ends or like our life will fall apart and we will never get over it so i have actually done a bit of googling and i have copied a couple of lyrics from famous songs which really support this unhelpful belief we want to overcome so some of these examples are i will die if you leave me as painful as this Thing has been I just can't be with no one else I can't live without you you are the only one in the world for me I will never get over you 
My world is empty without you now. I can't breathe without you. Everybody hurts. <laughs> Nothing compares to you. I would rather go blind. I mean, what kind of a manifestation is it? I can't breathe without you. I would rather go blind. Yeah, that's just the best way to manifest some serious health problems here. <laughs> Break my heart sweetly like you always do. Again, setting yourself up for a failure in relationships. Over the darkness, I have no power. I am hopeless. Yeah, I don't want to be singing these kind of songs. I don't know how about you, but I don't want this in my subconscious mind. The thing is, in the self-improvement world, like so many of us love doing positive affirmations when there is like a freebie on the internet, download free affirmations or go on YouTube and listen to these positive affirmations. Well, it's lovely, it's great, it's helpful if it makes you feel good and if you do it for like 10 minutes per day. But what about the rest of your day? It's not just about the 10 minutes. Like these songs, these sentences, they do work as affirmations, especially if we are already in like an upset state and in this way we are giving it power. That's the thing. Like I'm not saying you cannot listen to any song whatsoever, like ever, as long as it's, if it's not positive or anything. But it's that emotional meaning attached to it. So let's say if you are already feeling sad and upset and then you start like humming or listening to these kind of song affirmations, that will have the energy behind it for it to manifest, for it to be part of your mindset, so to speak. And this is not to say like all these songs are bad. Because I understand that perhaps even for the artist who created those songs, this was a great way to get through emotional ups and downs, perhaps by writing those songs, singing them and so on. But I question whether these should be the songs I want to listen to <laughs> when um, perhaps I'm not feeling my best. Because when listened to repeatedly, certain songs, their tunes and their embedded themes rattle around in our minds and and even in the minds of like younger generation which is what I don't like about these days music because how many of you have heard a song in the morning and ended up humming it the whole day and sometimes it's like really annoying and you're like oh I hate this song why why am I singing it it's such an annoying tune well it got under your subconscious mind is there. <laughs> um, this is the exact reason why, for example, like TV and radio ads use songs and music. Uh, some of them are simply like catchy tunes, others will be melodies of famous songs, but perhaps with just their own lyrics and they will use the name of their brand during this song or um, their website and your mind will, you know, Learn it even quicker because you already know the melody and it will catch your attention a lot more compared to the songs that are still unfamiliar to you. So it will like, you know, when we go back to the optical illusions, your mind already has a template and a memory of this kind of a melody. So it's more likely to remember it with these new lyrics and 
and honestly this happens to me all the time before me and my partner moved into this place where we live right now two years ago I had never had TV before I mean of course I had when I was growing up as a kid but since I moved out of my parents house at the age of 18 like I did not have TV for so many years and since we got this new TV because he wanted like a big big TV for his for the front room we got um, like I get so affected by the ads. I am cooking dinner and I am humming like a website name from the ad just because it was with a catchy tune and it's just playing in my head and and then I'm just and Kyle my partner is like why are you singing this and I'm just like I don't know I don't even know what this company does I don't even know what they are about it just got stuck in my head and this has happened all the time. So I really believe now it's time for us to sing a new song with uplifting lyrics. While it's true that it's easy to get affected with tragic lyrics as well, for example. I also know that it's true that positive songs with positive lyrics are deeply motivating and uplifting. And they speak the truth as well. Because the truth is that us humans are resilient, we are able to change, we are able to cope with the polarities of life, we are here to survive, we will get through it. Your heart cannot get broken as long as you choose to leave that old paradigm behind you. And we love it, we love positive songs, that's like what gets you dancing, what gets you jumping up and down. I love the power of songs and it will be part of your homework today as well. So, repetition is really important and this is why songs are so key when it comes to creating a healthy and strong mindset. And the repetition wires positive thoughts into the brain. And it will, of course, then lead to positive actions. At the same time, like our fears, our deeper beliefs are often also playing on autopilot in your brain, in your head. Many of us have those unhelpful thoughts looping throughout our mind. And some of those looping unhelpful thoughts, as I like to call them, is I can't do this. I always mess up. Nobody likes me. I won't ever find a partner or I'm not an important person. Nobody listens to me. Like I, I never get hurt or seen. I am not enough. I am not up to the job or I always end up getting rejected or things never work out for me. Everything always goes wrong. I don't matter. I don't count. No matter how hard I try, I can't lose weight no matter how try how ooh, how hard i try <laughs> i keep i can't keep a relationship or no matter how much i try i just can't ever make enough money or keep enough money or i always seem to spend it and so on like all these unhelpful thoughts they have power over you Every thought we have creates a biochemical reaction in your body and then your body creates an emotion and then your emotion creates more thoughts. It's like a vicious cycle and of course the action you take, the decisions you make, it, it's based on all of this because your thoughts control and dictate your feelings. Your feelings control and dictate your actions. Your actions control and dictate our events. And uh, 
and loop back to prove the original thought. So it's time to pick an uplifting playlist. It's time to sing a positive song and change your minds. Change your beliefs, change your thoughts. And as part of today's challenge, I have an exciting homework for you. You will receive a list of recommended songs for today. You can choose one out of them, the one that will resonate with you and ideally sing along with it. And I'm not joking here. Don't worry, I've got recommendations which are easy to follow. They have got simple lyrics, they are really uplifting and honestly, it's such a cool way to shift your mind, to create new beliefs in a in a powerful way and to make quick changes because as much as like repeating positive affirmations, journaling them down are powerful, like when it gets in your head and you end up humming or singing or really feeling these positive lyrics and melody, like it makes such a difference, trust me. So all you have to do is to pick one song from my recommendation list, sit today for five minutes, honestly there are short songs as well, and sing along with it. If for any reason you just don't feel like singing at all, uh, at least listen to it. Allow these positive thoughts to enter your mind. And as part of this five-day challenge, you will have a little homework, a little assignment every single day. Every single day in this challenge is also different. Tomorrow, during day two, we will be diving into the power of emotions and how you can move, process and heal emotions through music. On Wednesday, we will be diving into sensuality, the power of receiving and creating more love and abundance in your life through the power of music. Thursday will be super powerful, day four. You will be learning how to create your own powerful, happy, emotional memories, how you can align your energy, your frequency with your desires. And day five will be all about manifesting with music and being in the energy of gratitude and appreciation a lot more. So ladies, thank you so much for tuning in today. Thank you for being here. Please let me know your takeaways, share your breakthroughs either on Instagram or post about it in my Facebook community called New Earth Women. Let me know what has been your biggest takeaway from day one do your homework, get ready for day two. And if you feel this is uplifting, this is helpful, share it with your community, share it with your friends, tag me on social media. I really, really appreciate it. And now go out there and have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening. If you loved this episode, please feel free to leave me a five-star iTunes review. Share it on your Instagram stories or recommend this podcast to your friends. For more high vibes, live trainings, well-being tips and loads of fun, come and join me in my Facebook group called Empowered Women, Shine Bright and Be Yourself. You can find the link in my bio. You can also follow me on Instagram at stepanka underscore kuralova. For more information, go to the show notes. Loads of love.